Hi, I'm Jessica Porter, and welcome back to Sleep Magic, a podcast where I help you to find the magic of your own mind, helping you to sleep better and live better. So, thanks everybody for coming. I hope you had nice days. Um, I want to thank everyone who's left lovely reviews on the podcast apps. I got one from Dr. Smith, number one, who says, Even if I don't sleep, I'm now okay with it, as I know it's helping me awake or asleep. I just started, and as I do it more, I notice it works better. So I really love those observations, because one of the nice things about hypnosis is it induces, well, most hypnosis, induces a level of relaxation that's very restorative. So even if you find sometimes that you're just listening to the recording and not technically tipping into sleep, your body is getting what it needs. You know, it's really deep relaxation. And the observation that the more this person does it, the better it gets, that's true of anything, I think. One of the dimensions of our subconscious mind is that it forms new habits. It's a learning machine. So as you practice you will get better and better at all of these techniques. And they will start showing up all over your life. Yay! (laughs) I love that. Before we get started, let's hear a quick word from our sponsors who make this free content possible. Hi guys, Jessica here. To unlock the very best Sleep Magic experience, you can now become a supporter of the show with Sleep Magic Premium. Now get this. By joining the premium feed, you'll be able to listen totally ad-free. I mean, (laughs) ad-free. And enjoy two bonus episodes every month, as well as unlocking the entire back catalog of over 80 bonus episodes. It's really easy to do this. You can join in just two taps on Apple Podcasts or by hitting the Supercast link in the show notes for all other podcast players. And you can cancel any time. I love what I do, and your support will help make everything that goes into this show sustainable. So thank you. So, if you're interested in leaving a review or a rating or even reading the reviews, and you might find them fascinating to hear how other people are responding to this. And please just tell your friends if you're feeling this, you know, nice vibe in your life or getting better sleep. Please just tell people who need to know it. Um, okay. Tonight, getting sleepy in the Kolka Canyon. I took a trip to Peru a number of years ago, and I spent six weeks exploring one of the most amazing countries in the world. And the thing about Peru is it has three basic different climates. So it's really sort of three different countries. Um, On the coast, it's desert, but also humid because it's in the tropical zone. And because it's bordered by the Andes Mountains, all the weather systems from the east don't come down and hit the coast. So on the coast of Peru, like in the city of Lima, there's no rain ever. I mean, almost ever. Now, there's this fog that hangs over Lima, affectionately known as La Garua, but no rain or snow. It's really interesting. (laughs) So then you have the mountains, the Andes, the beautiful, beautiful mountain range going through South America. And that's a whole other climate and ecosystem, and its culture could fill many books and museums, and it's filled with Incan history and artifacts. And then there's the rainforest, the jungle. And the part I went to called Manu National Park is one of the richest in biodiversity in the world, home to a million different species of insects, a thousand different types of birds, and 13 monkeys. So, 
Peru is a smorgasbord of history, natural wonders, and very, very warm people. And I haven't even mentioned Machu Picchu, Incan architecture, or the Nazca Lines. But tonight I'm going to be telling you the story of going to the Colca Canyon, high up in the Andes. It's a canyon twice as deep as the Grand Canyon, and it's home to a magnificent bird that puts on a display every morning. I hope you enjoy it. So get yourself into a safe and comfortable position, and let's begin. Allow your eyes to close easily and gently. <sighs> you get to go inside now. And I hope as you continue to practice with sleep magic that this inner world is becoming more and more compelling to you. Richer, more powerful. We have so much going on inside ourselves. And yet we spend so much time hypnotized by everything around us. And it's good to bring the relationship between the inside and the outside back into balance. So as you bring your awareness to your breathing now, just allow your awareness to simply rest on your breath. And the awareness naturally likes to flit around, move here and there, that's its thing. But as you bring it in and just allow it to come back to your breath, even if just for a second, your mind is getting stronger and stronger. You're developing better focus, an ability to control what you do with your mind. So, bringing your awareness now up into your eyelids, imagine that the little muscles of your eyelids are feeling loose and limp and relaxed. Imagine your eyelids are getting heavy, sleepy, so comfortable. I like to imagine sometimes that my eyelids are like those heavy red velvet curtains on a Broadway stage that have ball bearings sewn into the bottom. Heavy, heavy eyelids. And now I'd like you to accept the suggestion that your eyelids are so relaxed that they simply will not open. They're too heavy to open. And in a moment, I'm going to ask you to test your eyelids to make sure they won't open, to imagine that they can't. We've talked about this in previous podcasts, but I know you can open your eyelids, but let's imagine that you can't. So testing your eyelids to make sure they won't open means wiggling your eyebrows while your eyelids remain closed. So do that now. Just give them a tug, a little wiggle. Good, great. Now what you've just done is entered your imagination. And now we're working from a deeper place in your mind, like a bigger room in your mind. And this relaxation around your eyes, this nice heaviness around your eyes 
is the same relaxation that you will soon have throughout your entire body. And it will feel amazing. So just let that begin happening now as you imagine that relaxation around your eyes moving back into your head. Imagine a warm mist of relaxation is taking over every single cell of your brain. It's like your brain is soaking in relaxation. And your head is feeling so heavy on the pillow. So heavy on the pillow. How fantastic to finally let your head go at the end of the day. Allow the muscles of your scalp to relax. Allow the muscles of your face to become nice and soft and relaxed. There's no one you need to please tonight. No one you need to perform for. The muscles of your face can release and relax and let themselves just be. Good. So allow this relaxation now to move down into your shoulders. Imagine that mist of relaxation sort of cascading down through your neck like dry ice but warm, <laughs> moving down into your shoulders, and your shoulders are sort of surrendering to the relaxation. And as your shoulders relax into the bed, all of the responsibilities you carry on those shoulders are falling to the floor. Responsibilities you feel to your family, your friends, responsibilities you feel at work, responsibilities you feel to the world, your community, to the future, and even responsibilities you may feel to the past. All of them have dropped to the floor. And you can pick any or all of them up tomorrow morning. When you wake up feeling rested and nourished by sleep. But for right now, your only responsibility is to yourself. You get to be free when you sleep. To let go. As the relaxation moves down your arms now, allow your arms to feel nice and heavy, like they're made of marble. And as the relaxation moves down into your hands, the palms of your hands feel warm and open. Perhaps the palms of your hands even tingle a little. As the relaxation moves down now into your fingers, every finger, one, two, three, four, five, feeling heavy, relaxed, so heavy. Good. Now during this recording, you'll always be aware of all the sounds going on around you. And that's okay. Because from now on, no sound that you hear will bother or disturb you. 
in any way. In fact, from this moment on, any sound that you hear, like noises from the street, sounds from within your room or your home, or even next door, those sounds will actually cause you to go deeper and deeper into relaxation. The only sound you need to pay any attention to is the sound of my voice. And the sound of my voice is also helping you to go deeper and deeper into relaxation. You may find that you're not really listening to what I say, but more like your mind is just simply attaching to the sounds of the words. And as your mind attaches to the sounds of the words, you're going deeper and deeper into relaxation. And that feels really nice. let's imagine the mist of relaxation is moving down now into your chest. Imagine it's like this spiral of mist moving down, 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 deep into your belly. So your whole torso is filled with this mist of relaxation. Causing everything to let go. Your whole body feeling heavy on the bed. The muscles of your back softening. Your buttocks. The muscles in your belly. Let them go. As that mist of relaxation inside of you spirals up around your heart, let's just imagine that mist of relaxation surrounding and supporting your heart. Just imagine that. your own heart and be kind be kind good So let's imagine that mist of relaxation is moving down your legs now, allowing your legs to feel nice and heavy, like they're made of marble. As the relaxation moves down into your feet, the soles of your feet feel warm and open. Perhaps the soles of your feet even tingle a little. As the relaxation moves down now into your toes, every toe feeling full, heavy, and totally relaxed. Totally relaxed. Imagine that it is early morning. And there's frost on the windows of your hotel room in Chiwai, Peru. Chiwai is a small town, 5,000 inhabitants, perched in the mountains at 12,000 feet. You're waking up early in the morning because the great condors of the Kolka Canyon are early risers. And today, you'll be visiting their kingdom. 
It's chilly this morning, and the air feels thin and clear. You pour yourself a hot cup of coca leaf tea and walk to the central plaza of Chiwai to wait for the van. The sun has yet to rise above the mountain peaks, so the sky is dim. But the Plaza de Armas in the center of town is coming to life. A big church, Our Lady of the Assumption, stands at one end, and a large fountain burbles in the center. Vendors are arriving to do business for the day. Women wear bright woolen skirts woven from alpaca wool with several petticoats beneath them. Many of the women have jet black hair tied in long braids and covered by a brown or black bowler hat. If the hat sits on top of her head, she's married. But if it sits at an angle, she is single or widowed. As the morning progresses and greetings are made in Quechua, the native language, the vendors lay out their wares on tables and blankets. There are brightly colored blankets, hand-woven textiles, backpacks, woolen hats, musical instruments, and handmade dolls. The people of the Colca Valley have a history dating back before the Spanish, before the Incas, to three local tribes, the Coyaguas, the Cabanas, and the Tapai, who go back thousands of years. The Colca Valley traditions are as old as time. The sun is just beginning to rise over the mountains, and you and a handful of others pile into a van to drive the few miles from Chibai to Colca Canyon. Your coca leaf tea is still warm in your hands, a good hedge against the chill of the morning. As the van drives out of Chivai, you view the countryside. It's spring here in South America, and the highest of the mountain peaks are capped with snow, while the lower peaks are dark brown and lower down beginning to turn green. To the sides of the road are rocky, dusty plains, with a house or a small collection of stone buildings here and there. The van slows down, then stops. And as you look forward, you see a herd of alpacas being nudged across the road by their farmer. They come in a collection of white, cream, and caramel colors. Unshorn, they are fuzzy and almost look like Dr. Zeus characters. As the farmer nudges them across the road, he waves to say thank you to your driver. Peruvians have raised alpacas for thousands of years, just as farmers all over the world have worked to provide for themselves and for their communities. The van continues forward, and you feel the energy among your fellow travelers picking up. Everyone is excited to get to Colca Canyon, having heard so much about the condors and their daily exhibition. But the van slows down once more, as the guide instructs you to look out the window. To the right is a dusty plain filled with apachetas, 
piles of stones carefully placed to balance on top of one another, forming elegant and often gravity-defying structures. Some are one foot tall, while others look like they're waist height. There are hundreds of them, maybe thousands. Our guide explains that apachetas have been constructed since long before the Incas came to Colca Valley. In fact, humans have found ways to stack rocks in many cultures all over the world, including the cairns in the British Isles, like Stonehenge, some dating back to the Bronze Age. The Vikings built cairns in Iceland. Many Native American tribes stacked rocks to mark graves. The word apacheta in Quechua means roughly the source where the flow begins. And many apachetas designate the highest point on a mountain path. But others, like the ones in this endless field of apachetas, are thought to be offerings to the god, Pachamama, the Earth Mother, and to other spirits known as apus in the mountains. The van stops, and you get out and stand in front of this amazing display of rock offerings that goes on for as far as the eye can see. Each an almost impossible balancing act. Each sitting heavy on the earth, but also reaching up to the heavens. Some that have been here for thousands of years. They are entirely still and yet utterly dynamic. You take a nice deep breath of the mountain air and become still inside. Their stillness touches yours. Their balance touches yours. The sun peeking over the mountains is warming your face now. Humans have stacked rocks for thousands of years all over the world. We are connected. It feels good to connect. You get back in the van and drive the last mile to the canyon. Colca Canyon is the second deepest in the world. 11,000 feet deep at its deepest point. As you stand on the ridge of the canyon and peer down, you see a long, lush valley between mountains crack in the earth 
that goes on for 60 miles. Just looking down the sides of the canyon brings you deeper and deeper into relaxation. As your eyes adjust and you begin to notice more detail, you look down near the bottom and see tiny movements along the sides of the canyon. It's hard to make out what's going on, but then suddenly, you see a dark creature on a rock jutting out from the canyon wall. It's a huge bird and it releases from its ledge diving into the air. You watch as it glides away from you into the distance of the canyon. It is not flying. It is floating. Its wings extended to their full span. Simply floating on the thermal air currents within the canyon. As the sun heats the air, the condors begin their day, floating effortlessly for miles and miles along the canyon. Without flapping their wings at all, And as they float, scanning every tiny crack and crevice, you realize that they are slowly rising. with every pass. But their ascent is so slow. It's almost imperceptible. You stand at the edge, hypnotized by the leisurely journey of these regal creatures. down below. As the condors rise, you go deeper and deeper into relaxation. They're floating 
makes you feel like you're floating. Their long journey back and forth along the canyon makes you feel relaxed and trusting. We are all floating on warm currents. Whether we know it or not, we can all relax and stop flapping our wings. All the people at the edge of the canyon are silent. Awed by the mountains, the depth of the canyon, and the powerful wings. After a while, the condors have risen to the height of the canyon ridge. A huge condor passes in front of you. You look at it closely. you are not afraid. Andean condors are not hunters. They're a type of vulture. Looking for remains left by predators. So you relax. You see that this enormous bird has dark, chocolate-brown feathers. The color broken only by a white band of feathers around its neck. Its wings are huge, spanning ten feet. And each wing, like an arm, ends with five distinct feathers, like fingers. So elegant. Its body weighs nearly 30 This is the king of the canyon. As it flies past you, you feel excited like you're a child again. 
a second condor floats by. There's a family of condors living in the canyon. So there are dozens of gigantic birds making this morning spiral up the canyon. They live for up to 70 years. So they have their own depth of experience. Their own wisdom. As the condors rise, you go deeper and deeper into relaxation. The sun is finally warming you fully. as cold as the mountain nights can get. The days can be hot. And you remember that the Incas worship the sun god known as Inti. The sunlight has become very bright. And the condors are floating higher now. Some even passing at a level above your head. As one of them passes, it looks down on you. For a fleeting moment, you make eye contact with a condor. it with you. Reminding you that you are in his kingdom and not the other way around. His intense focus brings you deeper and deeper into relaxation. You are both part of nature. both living for a long time. Both experiencing the world in your own way. Connecting today.
the higher the condors float, the deeper you go into relaxation. As they rise, you relax. As they rise, you relax. It's warm now, and your body is completely relaxed. Notice a tiny hostel near the ridge of the canyon. It's time to rest. You get a nice, clean room and lie down bed. Nature continues to do its thing. Year after year, century after century. body is aligning with these patterns in nature. The herd of alpacas The balancing stones, the rising of the condors, spiraling up. As you drift 